You're listening to the Little Things in Life podcast. Welcome. <laughs> oh, see, that wasn't hard, was it? That is the first time I've introduced it, and it feels really weird. Well, <laughs> normally, I think it was more of like a. Well, yeah, no, it was. It was pretty much. Me. Yeah, it but was no, you. I think the first episode was it not a bit more mixed. No. Oh I no, because you were well. I'm pretty sure I distinctly said, "Well, you're taking control." Yeah. Well. Oh. Yes. Welcome everyone to uh, episode four. Oh, sorry. Oh, just, just, I really am <laughs> sorry, this is control. my podcast. No, welcome to episode four of our podcast. Yes, another week gone. Um, well, actually, the week hasn't gone. No, it's actually five days since our last recording. Yes, the time is three thirty-five on yeah. a Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> um, yeah, since. Yeah. In the last podcast where we said that um, both of us wanted to sort of drop out of uni and become full-time podcasters, uni has been cancelled and we've kind of become yeah. full-time podcasters and we really don't like it. Um, <laughs> no, we, we like becoming well, we, full-time podcasters. But we don't like that under the circumstances in no. which we sort of become full-time <laughs> no. podcasters. We have been forced into this situation. Yes, um, there's nothing to clarify though from, from last, week. last week's episode which means we are getting better at them uh, at delivering the podcast people are recognizing my name and my voice now mm, wait, well we, yeah and literally going into the city center last week they're like what <laughs> it sounds like katie Paul. Like, it is me good god um but we are on spotify and i think we might have been on spotify for quite a long time i no, we need more excitement than this we are on Spotify. <laughs> we are now on Spotify, and this is a big deal because it it's what most people use, like for podcasts. Yeah, and we have just so much easier. We have had a lot more listeners since. Um, well, I think a lot more people have been listening to it since we've been put on Spotify. But yeah, it yeah. was it was a bit of an awkward one because we emailed our man Sloan. That's the one saying, "How come we're not on uh, not on Spotify yet?" And he was like, "I oh, yeah, you are," and it just turned out that. Because no one had listened to it, it was really hard to find. But yeah, we're on Spotify, the Little Things in Life podcast. I think if you use quotation marks, it's easier to find. Um, but if when not, you type it in on our Instagram. But yeah, there are links all over our social media. There really are. Um, but yeah, no, keep on, keep on, um, keep on listening. So, following last week's episode, we decided to put on the Instagram last week's question. So, if you could live in any era, which one would it be and why? And we got quite a few responses. Um, quite happy about that. So, Eileen Cowley, she said she would like to have lived in the 80s, because it's like the 60s, but with more rights. Quite like that. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Fair I, like, enough. I like the thinking behind that. It's not really, yeah, I suppose that's not really something when boys think about their um, think about history that they have to really think about, actually. But, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so, rate that. Um, Nick Bold. Um, so he said about the 50s, uh, and he was sort of saying about James Dean, that it makes, you know, living in the 50s a fantasy, and he also touched... It's like the aesthetic, the, what? the aesthetic of gelled back hair. Yes, um, yeah, that's, yeah, he said about that. And, um, also, I'm living, um, straight after the war, and how life would be then, which is 
a valid point. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, fair. Um, and then we also had Rebecca Phillips. She said uh, this in 1789, Viva la Revolution. <laughs> that is weird, though. Why would you want to live in the... I don't like, know. The, the beginning of the French Revolution. I mean, I suppose that would be... Oh, I suppose actually it would be quite interesting to like see it, but it would be quite a scary time to live yeah. through. Yeah. Um, um, Les Mis Yes, stuff. yeah, actually. Maybe she just wanted to see... Um, Oh, what's his name? Who's the actor in Les Mis? I've not seen Les Mis. Oh. Um, Les Miserables. Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. We also have Josh Sharp. He said 90s Britpop, Oasis v Blur, which... Agreed with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. And then um, Josh Finch said, probably Victorian times, working with trains or something, because trains are cool. Wow. Each to their own. Fair enough. <laughs> um, we said we didn't like the Victorian ages, so yeah, no, cool. I would not. But I suppose work if you if you love trains, it doesn't get much better than the nineteenth century. So so true. So Thomas, how was your week? Go on, tell us all about it. <laughs> My week hasn't been too bad. Well, it's been a bit weird, but um, no, last weekend was good. We made the most of. Um, most of the weekend, despite Greenville being cancelled, uh, went on a little bar crawl Friday. Um, did. Around the northern course, went to Lost in Tokyo, which was a really cool bar. Good um, vibes in there. I really yeah. liked it. Uh, and then Nighting Day Cafe. And my favourite was Crazy Pedro's. That yeah. was at the pizza place. Uh, but yeah, no, that was really good. Yeah, um, that was really... I, I don't know why we've not been there before. With Danny and Becky, yeah. Uh, and then um, on Saturday, obviously, because Greenville was cancelled, we instead... Um, we went for brunch in Northern Quarter in the Common. Yes. That was really, really good. Um, again, a place that we'd never been before. And then um, one of my favourite bands, or at least a few years ago, one of my favourite bands, like first saw them opening for Always at the Roundhouse. Um, and then I've seen them at odd festivals since then. Um, were playing Soup Kitchen. Um, very, very small venue. Spinning Coin. Yeah, we were. De- you were definitely... Well, we were the youngest there. I was by, definitely the youngest. Yes, yeah, quite good too. I don't know if it was the virus or just just the bad. Um, the virus. But, um, but no, uh, spinning coin. Um, if you, I, my favourite track of theirs is um, "Running with the World." Absolutely beautiful track. Um, managed to speak to the lead That's singer awesome. and shook his hand and said, "Oh, I'm a big fan of the band and I'm a big fan of that song." And, uh, but yeah, no, that was really good. And then. Um, Ended up going to Turtle Bay and yes. uh, up back to our old haunts, Funkademia. Oh, we do love a good bit of Funkademia. Yeah, so we did. We did end up. It wasn't. I was wrong last week. I said that might have been the last time we ever go. Yeah, yeah. But well, as a house. Um, but no, we did. Met end up, some of met some of the German lot. Did end up going back, and yeah, it was a such a good night that it uh, and it ended up with um, one of us being sick on our own floor. And that wasn't me. So. Uh, I was. <laughs> I want to say that. Um, yeah. I knew you were going to try and blame it on me. <laughs> oh, you know me too well. And then, yeah, obviously Sunday was, um, yeah, we just had a nice chilled, chilled, chilled. day. Um, just kicking around the house, obviously, because, but yeah, other than that, the week's been quite weird because of, because of all the, all the stuff that's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought we, we, we ought to mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Yes, obviously this time last week we never really predicted um, quite this turn of events and we thought we may as well say something regarding what's dominating the news and probably going to dominate the news for the coming months. 
Um, and it's, I don't want to sound preach or anything, but obviously we do have, since especially since um, people started listening through Spotify and things like that, we do have, albeit a relatively small audience, but it's a chance just to talk to um, like our, our friends using this platform, talk to a lot of people at once. Um, uh, these are these are quite worrying times. I think it's probably the biggest crisis in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, and it's all a bit surreal with no one know, no one really knowing what's going on. Um, and it's this virus is affecting everyone in a variety of different ways, with like unis uh, being cancelled, parties and events, festivals being cancelled, people saying people having to go off without us having an opportunity to say goodbye to them, like literally in the space of a few days. Um, uh, but people's health is more important. These things can be rescheduled. And at times, you know, the news might get a bit too much for people. There's a lot of scary scenarios, scary numbers being thrown around. Um, but we are a country of pushing 70 million people. So a very small percentage is still, like, in the grand scheme of things, going to be severely affected. And there's lots of positives coming out from various places. You know, China looks to be way past the worst of the infection. France are introducing a lot of very impressive social welfare um, sort of uh, support for people and I think the West is now matching that with Boris Johnson yesterday saying £350 billion is going to be made available for people with um, who are like their own bosses, people with small businesses, obviously because these are very tough times. Um, and what we basically want to do with this podcast is more or less just provide a distraction from that basically. I think even at times, even I've thought I can't, check Twitter anymore, I can't check the news, it's all getting a bit, um, sort of, well, it all gets a bit much after a while, um, but with these podcasts, if you feel the same, if you want a bit of normality, whack on a podcast, because it is just half an hour of us chatting shit, basically, um, and continue to uh, continue to send us in things to talk about, we're going to try and continue to do episodes somehow, We, I'm sure we will find some way um, to carry on doing this even if we're not in the same building um it's fine i'll get my private jet to come to bury i was gonna say well i think it's more dependent on how good the welsh wi-fi is um but yeah we've got we've got quite a backlog of good episodes and things that we want to talk about um and use this time use this time isolating although it's not ideal use this time to spend with your families and friends um do things that you always wanted to do but never got never had the time to get around to do whether it's learning a new hobby reading books if you're not a particular fan of reading books katie <laughs> recording r- recording that rock album that's gonna turn you into the next mick jagger um but also look out for others stay safe wash your hands stay inside um as much as possible don't take risks and listen to the experts and listen to what people are saying and take it seriously um it's as much about not being able to spread things to others as it is not um contracting things yourself um but yeah think of others don't panic by you know it's always going to be enough to go round um as humans we've overcome worse and we'll overcome this and when we do everything that's unfortunately been cancelled we'll be able to enjoy in the future um and although at times we seem might seem quite divided. I think this is something that everyone's united in just wanting to get over and getting pretty sick of it. Um, but yeah, I think 
main thing is look out for others maybe help out with charities do some volunteering um, ask how your friends are doing in the social media age that's um, what we're, we're very lucky we can stay yeah, in touch yeah it's very easy to stay connected yeah just if you're worried about someone or if you want to talk to someone you know it's very easy to do that it's a lot easier than it ever was um, and yeah especially like ask how other people are doing because I know I'm someone who never really I'd never really say it what's on my mind unless someone really asks me about it um, but here at the podcast either through the podcast or me and Katie individually feel Katie free Katie and I Katie and I fuck feel free to send us um, suggestions for new episodes or just if you just want to chat you know both of us are signed into all the social media pages we'll be here to talk um, and believe you me we, we can talk yeah for very for long Great time Britain. yeah um, but yeah Every little helps at this time. A few months down the line, though, it'll all blow over. It'll all be fine. We'll be looking back at this and being like, wow, that was just a very weird time. But let's do all the things that we wanted to do. But that's that out of the way. Without further ado, let's get in to the filling that is the baguette of the Little Things in Life podcast. We're talking about boob jobs today. No, we're not. Well, you just ruin it. So, this week, um, it was sort of my idea um, that we've gone along with. Um, and I think it's quite an interesting one. I think you think it's quite an interesting one as well. Like, we wouldn't do it if we didn't both find it interesting. I think, yeah, this was a sort of when we, when we first thought of the podcast, I expected to be doing more things like we're doing now. Yeah. Um, so. Well this week's question is social media the driving force behind cosmetic surgery Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. so you've had some work done <laughs> had a couple of jobs done, you know. <laughs> um why do you think i look this good well, well. i knew it wasn't natural to be fair <laughs> No. Um, so the reason I think I find this so interesting is because I myself have had a nose job, also known as a rhinoplasty, for those who don't know the technical term. Um, so um, back in 2011, um, Nicholas, my brother, if he listens to this, he will know I'm talking about it, so I'm not going to tell him. Um, he um, accidentally broke my nose with a rugby ball. He kicked the rugby ball and it hit my nose. Um, I believe it was entirely his fault. He thinks it's my fault. Um, there's never been a proper apology. This is only one side of the story. <laughs> no, there's, there's two sides Let's to every story. Yeah, just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> calling in now from <laughs> Wales. No. Um, so anyway... Um, so my nose was broken from then and um, believe you me well for me it was very very noticeable um, and I'm not gonna lie it, it like I every time I looked in the mirror really or I wore my glasses I could tell like I had this wonky nose and it just I hated it like I really hated it um, but I uh, managed to on the NHS get um well, this is plastic surgery, not cosmetic surgery. What is the difference? So, uh, plastic surgery is used to repair and reconstruct missing or damaged tissue and skin, whereas uh, cosmetic is solely to change a healthy person's appearance. 
just to clarify for those who don't know. Now that's interesting for us because we didn't know. Yeah, either. no. To be fair, I yeah. So the main aim of plastic surgery, the difference is, um, it's restoring function of tissues and skin to as close as normal as possible, and then secondly, it's improving the appearance. So obviously, cosmetic is more about what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but I think that there is a region of overlap between the two, obviously. Would yes. You say? But when I um, when I had mine, so obviously mine was plastic surgery. Um, the the key was I couldn't breathe properly. You're um, a bit like a pug. I suppose you could say. CBA, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a dog. <laughs> um, so I couldn't breathe properly. So that was the reason I like I had it done. Um, but the doctor uh, did sort of say to me like, "Is it cosmetic?" And if I'd have said yes, like it would have been fine for me. Not like the way he said it. Um, obviously, my breathing was an issue, but he was like, "Is it? You know, does it affect you?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, it does." Mm. When um, you got hit in the face, like immediately after getting hit in the face with a rug, what, what what happened then? Did you? I, went, know- I ran home and cried. But did you did you know like this is messed up? Like this has broken my nose. It's messed up my face. Well, it was actually a couple of years later. Someone at school accidentally bashed me in the nose. Oh. And I couldn't taste or smell. And oh my god! Yes, yeah, sorry, I left that little bit out. <laughs> that was little when um, I went to the doctors, and I was like, "Look, I I can't taste or smell." Um, and then managed to get it done. So I had just turned seventeen. Um, so I was quite young when I had it, um, and they didn't want to do it at the age of sixteen. And I think a lot of uh, people um, don't know what they think about younger people having it done. Um, because when you're younger, you know, you're not fully, I think you're not fully developed and everything. Yeah, if you're still growing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, on the BBC, um, I was reading about, um, plastic surgery and what was it? The British Association of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons. Go on, what, what's the abbreviation? BAPS. <laughs> BAPS. B-A-A-P-S, so like VAPS. <laughs> <laughs> so it um, claims younger patients can be vulnerable and often have self-esteem issues. Um, so that's why a lot of people get it done for cosmetic like reasons. Mm. Um, and it was saying, you know, uh, young people are still immature, vulnerable, and it's too big of an operation with too many potential lifelong implications. But there are so many young people that want things done. Um but I sort of think of myself, would I have, uh, like, would I have paid to have my nose done at some point? Like, if I hadn't have, uh, you know, had it done because I couldn't breathe. And I think I probably would have. Um, uh, yeah? Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a big deal to me. Uh, and, I mean, I was 11 when it happened, like, when it, originally when it happened. But then as I was getting, like, as I was getting older, I was realising, wow, this is a wonky nose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. As you're gasping for air, <laughs> this is a wonky nose. <laughs> um, and I just, I didn't, I think my confidence, uh, I was aware. I just felt like people were looking at my nose. I was aware of my nose anyway. A lot of people say to me, like, they didn't realise that I had this wonky nose. But, and, and obviously, like, when I had it done, people, like, noticed the difference. But beforehand, they had never really noticed. But whereas I, that's all I noticed on my face. 
and it de- but it definitely made you happier and it it was worth obviously it was quite a it's quite a nasty surgery yeah yeah and it's how many how long were you in hospital for um the operation was like i think it was two hours but i was in overnight mm. um i think i got up too fast and i had to stay in overnight mm. and stuff <laughs> yeah poor old me um, but I, uh, you know, had general anaesthetic, um, woke up, uh, people react differently to, have you been under general anaesthetic before? No, I never have. That's, that's probably, that's another thing I'd be quite scared of. Really? Fear. Yeah, no, no, I've never, never, I've had local, but no, actually, no, I don't even think I've had local, well, like numbing cream and stuff, but that, it's, that's not I had numbing, because I was only 17, I had numbing cream for the, um, Cannulas, cannula. Yeah, like the spray as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and I remember being told, you know, um, how you could react. Like when you wake up, some people get angry. Some people just cry. Yeah. Um, There's I... those great videos of those people who are really like out of it, just <laughs> yes. chatting absolute crap in front of their parents about things. Yeah. Well, I woke up and I was just shivering. Like I was freezing and they had to just get loads of warm blankets on me. And oh then when gosh. I was, when I was like, all right, um, I was just waving along in my bed like a queen. I felt amazing. It felt it felt good. Did at any point through it did you think maybe I just shouldn't have bothered? No. Really? Okay. No. That's good. I suppose that's and yeah. like never since then. You, like since then you've been like that's definitely the right. I suppose if you're like I would have paid for it. It's definitely been. Oh you yeah, feel like definitely. It's the right decision. But I think I did it for the right reasons. I did it for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I you know because that's that's interesting. When like we're talking about the reasons to do it. When we were talking off air. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say just then? Well, like, you know, social media wise, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm influenced that much by social media in terms mm. of like, I, I wasn't thinking, oh, if I post this on uh, Instagram or whatever, people are going to be looking at my nose. Like I didn't, I think now uh, Instagram is used more uh, and people, it might, people might act, react differently. Yeah. Um, Like when I... I don't know. I think there's been such a difference now in the use of social media over the past few years. Like Instagram's used so much more, uh, Snapchat, and like when you're using this social media, you're seeing yourself a lot more, and you're criticizing yourself a lot more. Mm, it's entirely people... based. Yeah, it's all. It's and all just as- your own sort of aesthetic. Exactly, basically. and all your and what people are posting on on the majority of social media is what they want you to see. They want to be looking nice, like uh, and posting the best pictures of themselves which isn't reality really um but, no, you, but, but i think it is so you know you can understand why people are influenced by social media so much it does work the other way around though to be fair because i remember i don't know it's the other day we were looking at someone's social media and i said to us it was danny on the bus to drinks on friday we were looking at someone's social media and i was like she actually looks better in real life than ah. she does in a social media. It, it does work. It does definitely work. Um, it does. Both ways. But when I look at pictures of you before having your nose done, mm-hmm. I do definitely think it's an improvement now. Oh. But I don't know if that's just me because I'd like, I've only ever seen you now. Yeah. And I was, I'd never used to seeing you then. Uh, because I also know a lot, of, a lot of people who have had lots of like minor things where there's been like lip fillers, having their, you know, people have their ears pinned back slightly more. Yeah. Um, other people I know other people who've had no jobs and I look at them now and I'm like I'm not saying they look bad mm. but it's because because you've been so used to them looking a certain way for such a long time I think not so much with getting their ears pinned back because that's very subtle but yeah. um things like lip fillers and nose jobs to be fair lip fillers are 
most for the most part quite subtle yeah. um you're sort of like it, it's just you it, they look different now yeah and this because you knew them looking different before I just, it's not i'm not saying they necessarily look bad but it's like it is a change like their their appearance has changed yeah i mean my face has changed but it's also difficult to say because i have grown up a bit like, mm, more. yeah so like, like it, it's it was a like a weird you know like I was I'd literally just turned 17 I think mm. it was like 12 days after I'd turned 17 uh yeah so I so I hadn't long been 16 um so I, I think that's I mean even the doctors I think were like you're quite young to be having it yeah um, well I think I think I don't know I think you're sort of getting towards the mm. the like the the higher bracket yeah of, true um, true being sort of too young but but with all these procedures, there are a lot of risks. And I had, like, before I had it done, I had, like, sheets, uh, like, a, a ha- like a booklet of all these facts and figures um, telling you um, what could happen. There's this out of so many people. could This could happen, that could happen. And reading that, I was a bit like, my gosh, like, this is this is serious. Mm. Um, and so many people told me before my operation, oh, I've seen I've seen um, nose jobs before. Have you watched any on YouTube? I was like, no, and I'm not going to watch any. And since um, having it done, uh, I think at, at Christmas, I was with my brother and I just saw something on um, BBC Three on iPlayer um, called Plastic Surgery Undressed. And oh my gosh, you get to see someone have a nose job you get different people there watching people who want a nose job and they're watching an operation live and this is to see if it's going to sway them and what they did is exactly what happened to me and if i'd have watched that before having my operation i don't know if i would have had it done oh really yeah i was gonna because like that I I went hot. I was I was sweating a bit. Peter, my brother, he was like, Katie, like, why are you still watching this? Like, please just like turn it off. I was like, Peter, this has happened to me. Like, it was really really interesting, mm. but also at the same time, I was like, that has happened to my nose. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's not something I obviously you'd recommend people to do. That's not too different to watching plane crashes before you go on a plane. Mm. Um, well, but you would have expected it to have been like that, surely. You yeah, would have obvi- known because, like, obviously, this, I was fully aware of like it's what quite was... a horrific surgery. Yeah, cutting I was your face open and moving your nose about. Yeah, I was fully aware like what they were going to do, but why would I freak myself out and and you know give my make myself more? You know, I was, I was, I was a bit nervous beforehand, mm. um, but it was something that I knew I, I wanted done and, and needed done. But I think, yeah, I think that's quite interesting, though, because we were, talk- we were talking about doing it for the right reasons mm-hmm. earlier. And I think there is a very fine line between sort of like the potentially the wrong reasons and the right reasons. But I just can't imagine, I can't imagine people being, would, would people put themselves through surgery like that for the wrong reasons? It's like, you know, would they force that upon themselves out of their own will? Because pleasing others, I think, is a huge part of pleasing yourself. Yeah, I think people need, like, the gratification from yeah. others. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that is literally human nature. I think even before... I think it's probably been weighed more significant with social media. But that must have... That's always existed. In nature, that exists. Yes. 
but this is uh, an extreme level mm. of you know if people you know if people aren't happy like if people in the UK wanted a nose job that's like minimum four thousand pounds it's like four to seven thousand pounds or something like that mm. on average. Did you have to provide any kind of proof that it's because you can't breathe or did you just say it's because you struggle breathing uh well i'd been to the doctors and oh the so you doctor had... had like looked down my nose he, he I, I actually had to have a scan to see if i had brain damage oh my god yeah <laughs> you wonder why i'm so smart i was gonna say something must have come back <laughs> um so i had a uh what scan uh i don't think uh mr i think cat oh i can't remember it was really loud were you lying on your back and going yeah. for a donut thing? Yeah, it was that. Um, like, it was quite, you know, uh, I think quite... I was nerve-wracking for my mum. It's a, Well, CAT scans are like that. Um, I don't know. Well, bra- I think, yeah. MRI or okay? CAT? I don't know. Um, but, um, so I had a scan. Uh, you'll be happy to hear, I do not have brain damage. To repeat, I do not have brain damage. That was because when I got hit, they were worried that the bone had like gone and like uh gone up and like hit my mm. sort of like caused some disruption or something i don't know um what did the doctor say though when you went to him before so this was the timeline is hit in the face with a ball in 2011 uh doctors in 2015 just so you didn't go to the doctors when i had it broken no no you, okay um i just lived with a broken nose. Wow. Okay. Wow. But then when I was like whacked in the face. Again. Again. It aggravated it. Yeah. And that's why I get so much um, stress and anxiety when people are throwing things around. Yeah. That's why I'm there like, oh my God. Um, But uh, no, Uh, the doctor was just, he properly checked out my nose and he could tell that I couldn't breathe properly. And also my mum would, if she cooked she tried to cook specific meals that were really spicy or like with a lot of flavor she was like oh what do you think and i was like oh well like uh, i can't i'm sorry but i can't actually taste much and she was like are you kidding me oh my gosh yeah um so the you know the most important thing well is i can taste and i can smell now yeah um and it and it is really good you know i do feel more confident after having the operation yeah, I suppose and I think well, that, if, that is the main thing. And I think if that is uh, what people are doing it for, if they're, for, you know, wanting to feel confident in themselves and comfortable in themselves, then that's good. But, uh, you know, if people are doing it for others, so other people can... I don't so really... I think, I, think, I think you make yourself feel better knowing that you're... Well, knowing that... not Maybe not you're pleasing others, but... You know, if you feel attractive, if you feel like you look good, that's obviously going to make you really happy. And this ties into what Becky was talking about the other day. Becky sent us a list of suggestions. She wanted us to talk on the podcast. One of her questions was, are there benefits in life of being like attractive people? What was the the exact phrase? What are the benefits of being attractive in life? Do they have an unfair advantage, attractive people in life? And I think that's definitely true. Um, I've got I've got it saved on my phone, um, but yeah, I think this this does all tie in. Do attractive people have advantages others don't? Yeah, I definitely like because you obviously well definitely in certain careers you know 
like music acting it's a, a huge amount of that's just based on not necessarily how good your music or how good mm. your acting is obviously that plays a significant part but a lot of it is to is based upon your looks mm. and you know i think there is i think there's mis like everyone judges books by the cover everyone um like whether they like to admit it or yeah, not or everyone not. makes um like stereotypes uh, has preconceptions of people um, and that even like before uni everyone in like everyone in our flat before we moved in based everyone off how they looked on instagram yeah yeah and i got everyone but daniel so wrong <laughs> <laughs> daniel turned out to be pretty much exactly how i imagined him to be uh, but i think i think i want to talk about well quickly um things like earrings and tattoos because although this isn't those aren't surgery those are forms of relatively extreme ways of changing your body to please other people and those have been normalized i but to please other people well and yourself i I think those i think those are very similar things i have not got um my piercings to please anyone else but myself like i have not there's but are they pleasing you because you think you look nicer with them yeah i really yeah so that is but i'm not doing it in terms of like oh okay yeah maybe i worded that wrong but yeah no that's but it is it is quite an extreme length to alter your own appearance, like putting holes in your own skin. And people have been doing that for years. Mm. And things like tattoos, like obviously, would you ever get a tattoo? Oh, you... Yeah, I think I would. Yeah? I don't know what, I yeah. don't know where, but I think I would. Yeah. How, can you give blood if you uh, have a tattoo? Oh, I, I don't know. Probably. Surely. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but... Those have definitely been normalised. Mm. And I think maybe now with things like Instagram, things like lip fillers and... Even with lip fillers, like adverts that come up on my phone, on my phone, like on Instagram, mm. a lot are lip fillers. Yeah, I think, and those, but those I think are becoming more and more normalised. Yeah, they are. Like in all, like uh, at home, like in the salons... Um, you know, like in hair salons, they're now getting like beauticians in, like mm. doing lips uh, and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think, you know, if that's what people want to feel more confident, you know, I can say myself, like I've had my nose done. I've had a nose job. Yeah, but <laughs> I think I, there's a lot, there's a lot of stigma, there is stigma though regarding it. Because when I, when you first said, let's do an episode on plastic surgery, I just had in straight away in my head images of like, you know, celebrities who've had really bad yeah, plastic surgery. Yeah. I don't know. He's, it's, it's not the... Um, oh, he's, there's one like that fashion designer. I've forgotten the name. But, um, you know, people who've got like quite deformed faces because of the amount of plastic surgery. And I was like, that, as soon as I think of plastic surgery, I think of that. But then when we look at the definition of plastic surgery, it's actually a way of like using plastic um, and having surgery in order to improve... Mm. Um, like it's more medical it's not whereas cosmetic yeah. is more purely I mean, appearance got, my nose is literally just uh, reconstructed mm. and then I think I believe it's just stuck to, like the this you middle you can't bit. see a scar though to be fair I was looking earlier when you like lift your head back up you can you can I think I can see something yeah but it is very subtle mm. um, and yeah it's not like you can't no one can tell you've had mm. that done but yeah I think one thing I've learned from this episode is don't just immediately think of 
plastic surgery is people having facelifts to look younger because yeah. obviously that's not what you had. <laughs> no, that's not what you had. I just think there's a lot more to it than people think. Yeah, definitely. I would say there is a bit of a stigma around it. But and I, I think social media does drive it, but I wouldn't say that's necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, people should be comfortable in their own skin, but I don't think, I don't think it's. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed yeah. to tattoos. I don't think I'd get a tattoo. Um, but sometimes I see them and I'm like, oh yeah, they look decent. I don't know. Um, I just don't think I, I, I'm too indecisive to have something permanently put should on we, me. Should we get a Little Things in Life so, podcast tattoo? Oh, maybe could that's be a thing. bunch of melons with some tattoos. Oh, do, uh, if our first guest would be the first person to get a Little Things in Life <laughs> tattoo, you'll be on the show without a doubt. Um, no, but... Yeah, do you, th- well, do you think social media is driving um, I think yes. Yeah, I, I do. Think, do you think that's a bad thing? Um, I think because we're sort of the generation, we are that generation. I think maybe we. I just think have to say it's not a bad thing. I think that as long as people are doing it for the right reasons, you know, if people are seeing seeing like what could be done, you know, they, they might someone might have been aware of something for a long time and think something can be done. Like now they're like more aware of what they can do about it. You know, if they want to alter things and feel more confident, I think that's fair enough. But I don't think it should be um, normalised. Like, oh, it's oh, she's just you know, she's had a she's had a lips. I I don't mm. know. I um, I think it's a really. I think our generation's perspective is because we've, it's because we, we know people who've had it. Yeah, and it is normalised. Yeah, I reckon older generations probably look down, it look down and horrified, but. If it makes you feel better about yourself, exactly. That I think is that's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, you've got to sometimes you just got to think of yourself and think you've got to do what makes you happy. Like, and I don't think someone's going to put themselves through that horrific surgery when they don't want to just to please someone else. I think it's going to be. I think like that's it's the same when same with um, like people who um, like want to have. Uh, gender realignment surgery no one's going to put themselves through that unless they knew it's the right thing to do and that's going to make them happier but i think social media plays a part in influencing why people do it Mm. only do it if you want to you're all beautiful oh that's brought a tear to my eye And after those lovely words of wisdom, I think we've come to the end of this podcast. Yes, what a thought-provoking episode. Yeah, I agree. I've really enjoyed this one. Yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully we'll uh, obviously keep on sending keep on sending your uh, suggestions in and hopefully we'll see you all very soon when yeah. this is all blown over. We'll have a pint at Squirrels when it reopens. The Squirrel. Oh, be quiet. Um, but uh, yes, no... Uh, thank you for listening yes thank you very much means more than you'll ever know we've been the little things in life podcast he's been Tom she's been Katie see you next week catch you on the flip flop stay safe